Hello and welcome to the Franchise Tag Podcast with me, your host, Freddie Hall, in what appears to be this dim lit, I'm not, I've not been captured or kidnapped, I'm in my home, but unfortunately my light bulb just decided to go, so I've makeshifted a light, there might be a small fire I have to make at some point as we get close into the night here in the UK, because uh, it, is, it is very dim and grimy on my, on my recording just here, but Welcome again to the Franchise Tag Podcast with the old fan, the new fan, and the UK fan. Uh, had Nat Coombs on the other week, great uh, representative of the NFL UK, Nat Coombs show, go check that out as well. But tonight we have all the way over from Green Bay, Wisconsin, Matt Ramage of the Matt Ramage Show, a lifelong diehard Green Bay Packer fan, along with our UK representative for the Green Bay Packers, and now officially part of the team, Abby, who's joined the Franchise Tag Podcast. So, you know, get, get familiar with her face because she's going to be on a lot of the Franchise Tag Podcasts going forward. Welcome to the team, Abby. Really appreciate you um, joining us and very excited for the future here. But obviously, Matt and Abby, please don't take offence to this. Matt, you are, you are the main event. You are <laughs> the star on the show. So we're obviously going to have to go over to you. I hope you've been going all okay. It's been a great off-season, you have to say, Matt. I mean, it's been so active, hasn't it? I mean, even for the Green Bay Packers, it's been active. Yeah, th- th- this off-season has been like... The draft was like such a roller coaster for so many people because everyone wanted a wide receiver. I, I think they ended up getting a lot of good, a lot of great players. A lot of people came into the offseason stressing. I think it came out, you know, pretty good. I think this this package defense is going to be like one of the best in the league. I'm I'm stoked about this offseason. I mean, losing Devonta Adams was activity that maybe people didn't like so much, <laughs> but I think in the long run it might have helped keep other guys here. And uh, make the team better, you know, overall. Well, we, that definitely points towards today because today you've officially uh, extended cornerback Jair Alexander. He's got a, a four-year extension, eighty-four million. Abby, I saw on Twitter that you were real stoked for this. I mean, he makes him the highest-paid cornerback in the league now. Very deserving of it, though. What a cornerback and what an asset to keep on the Green Bay Packers. I've been waiting for this moment. I think a lot of people have. We were all there, just like there's still time. There's still time. And then I saw the thing. I was like, yes, thank goodness. <laughs> I mean, defence wins championships though, Matt, doesn't it? So keeping these guys around, that's going to be, you know, another year with Aaron. Obviously, resign. We'll go into about Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams and everything with the draft as well. But Jai is such a key piece for you guys. And it, it must be really great. What's the feeling over in, over in Wisconsin today with this news coming out? Yeah, like, I, actually, I was at work. And, like, everyone at my job kind of knows what I do on the internet, talking about the Packers. And people were telling me, they're like, no, you're just signing. And I'm like, man, I got to go on break so I can, like, <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, it, it's huge news. It's uh, everyone, like she said, everyone wanted it to happen. Wasn't sure it was going to happen early on or, like, when it was going to happen. But obviously, it was something that they wanted to have happen. Besides last year, he missed very little time. It seems, it seems like everybody, like, whenever a player gets hurt, all of a sudden they're injury prone. I saw people saying, well, yeah. he's injury prone. Like, he's not injury prone. Just like David Bakhtiari, he had an injury, a bad injury. But before that, he didn't miss many games. So, like, I, I think Jair's going to be one of the better quarterbacks in the league for a long time. And it, it's great that they got him locked up. There was no stress in because I think it was the same feeling like with Devontae with his contract coming up. Like, everyone was thinking about it the last couple of years. And uh, obviously, it didn't work out. But with Jair, they got him locked in. And I, I think that the secondary is going to be legit for a long time. I'm, I'm pretty stoked about it. 
And of course, a lot of the Green Bay story really starts in March, like you said, with Aaron Rodgers getting his contract extension, uh, three years, 150 million, and then just what was it days? I'm getting this right way around. I know Aaron signed, then Devontae went. Was it the other way around? I believe that was the right way around, wasn't it? Aaron yeah, signed, and then Devontae went. Bruce, yeah, I think yeah. Rodgers said that when he signed, he expected Devontae to come back. Hmm. I think he said that Pat McAfee. I wasn't watching during the draft. I think I saw that quote somewhere. But yeah, I think even Rodgers thought. Yeah, he's coming back. They'll figure it out, but that did not happen. It, it, it did not get figured out. And I, I mean, it, yeah. go on, go the, annoying, sorry, the annoying thing for me is that there's this false narrative that the Packers didn't want to pay him. And people are, oh, but they're paying Jair all this money. And it's like, no, they offered him the same amount of money. He just didn't want to yeah, he chose be the Packers. To. Yeah, he didn't want to, he wanted even, to play with Carr. Yeah, and it doesn't even make it like, I, I, I've seen his argument all over it. It's like the Packers wanted to pay him. Like obviously they're trying to, they, they might have lowballed him early on, like whatever that was last year, whatever it was. But I don't think that had anything to do with it. He wanted to play for the Raiders. That was his team growing up. That's his college quarterback. He's close to his house uh, or, or close to his family. And I, I've heard stories like his grandma doesn't, you know, can't travel as much. So like playing there, it's just good for him. And sometimes that's just what it is. It's not like a, a player hates this organization or. Like, you know, they feel burned or I have any type of feelings for it. It's just like, yeah, I want to play it for this team in this city. And that's just better for him. And I, I don't think the Packers are better without him, but they were able to get pieces because of that. So I think mm. both sides win. Uh, we'll, 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 we'll see how he does in Oakland. But like, yeah, I, I think I think Devontae Adams, like people can, people can still cheer. Uh, not Oakland, Las Vegas. <laughs> 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 but uh, yeah, I, I think... I, I, for me, like as a Packer fan, I'll still cheer for him. He's over in AFC. Mm. Have a good time unless they end up matching up. But uh, yeah, I just think it, it was going to happen. That that's what he wanted to have. And, and is that the feeling in Wisconsin as well? Obviously, you know, over here, what we get is what the media tells us a lot of the time. We're not exactly at like the heartbeat of the fan base. You know, we've not we've got, though as you know, UK NFL fans, we have our fingers on the pulse of what is going on. But from a, from afar. In, in the Green Bay area, it, it, is that a lot of people's thinking is that, you know, well, we offered, he didn't want to be here. Okay, we, we, you know, we can't stop him. Thank you for the hard work you've done. And, you know, sorry, but we couldn't have done more getting, you know, the Super Bowls that we nearly got to and everything like that. And was that, is that, was that the feeling around Wisconsin or was it a little bit more animosity when it first happened? When it first happened, I sensed a lot of anger, like, oh, they, they let another one get away. Like they, they screwed up again, like kind of like fire everybody. Uh, but I mean, that's just like, like Facebook people, like no offense, Facebook people, because I, I love my <laughs> Facebook people, people who follow me over there, but like sometimes they're a little overdramatic, they're a little, mm. the sky is falling, uh, but I think now that a lot of these players are signing, I think a lot of people are seeing like, all right, we, we wouldn't have been able to do this without, with, with Devonte Adams getting paid. So, uh, you know, there'd have been some good, but maybe some guys would have had to let go. So I think people who are actually paying attention realize that that might be the best thing for the Packers in the long run. It's going to hurt the offense this year, but the defense is not only just set up for this year, but they're set up going forward. I think I think most people are coming around to the idea like it might have been for the best for both. And is that the same thing with Aaron Rodgers as well? Because obviously, again, we are, we are looking from fire over here, but we, I always get the sense he's a polarizing character. He's an outspoken guy. But you, you cannot doubt the talent. He's one of the best quarterbacks that we've ever seen. He, he's been fantastic for Green Bay for his whole career. It's not been an easy journey for him by no means, you know, coming under the wing of Brett Favre. One is that wasn't exactly a, 
a, a warm embracing relationship when he got there and and you end up getting the job and and then it's just been very to and fro with Aaron with the contract with Green Bay and, and, and there were so many rumours of him going and especially when Denver then got uh, Nathaniel Hackett it, it sort of seemed like something was getting lined up in a way and then he goes and gets that extension like what's the feeling towards Aaron I, I, I can imagine it is jubilation and, and happiness because he is such a great quarterback and without him you know you are always going to be a peripheral Super Bowl team or an NFC Championship team at least but with what has really transpired in the last few years, really, is there a little bit of animosity towards him? I, I think it was some fans, but like, like most of the stuff I see like bad is like stuff on the internet, like fans mm. on the internet. And I don't even think, because I think people are misinformed, like with what, because the media will put out a quote 16 times mm. and they'll just keep smashing this. So people get sick of hearing it and they think he keeps talking or something new happened like nothing new has happened the media just finds new ways to recycle these quotes and then people get fed up and they're like well just stay or go you know this is like before he signed so i think people were like getting fed up like like he's making this into some drama but really he wasn't saying anything but the media just keeps kind of keeps bashing this that subject that people are like just let him go just let him go and i don't think that's most fans i think that mm-hmm. like i say but that's mostly on the internet the most people i talk to like in real life like want Aaron Rodgers back I, I dude, I love Aaron Rodgers I think like, mm. people talk about like he's got an ego or he's got this like every 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 quarterback does Peyton mm. Manning Tom Brady like you don't you're not the best at what you do without being confident I mean you don't have to be you know whatever about it which I don't think he is he's not out there like I'm the best quarterback of all time like people like blow up so I don't know I, I just think he's like easily hated kind of like Brady uh but mm. you know if you're good at something like, there's gonna be your team is gonna like you and every other fan base is gonna hate you that's kind of <laughs> that's kind of how it is i get it like with with bear fans because bear fans <laughs> come talk to me a lot and bear fans like their hatred for rogers went through the roof after that i own you thing and i absolutely uh, love that I, I love it like i i i, 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 I loved it <laughs> even, if, even if it's not my team i love trash talk because that's kind of what yeah. i do I trash oh yeah vikings and bears I go out with, with different fan bases I love when when players do it too. I remember Erlocker trashing the Packers way back when, and I love that too. I was like, dude, I I I want a little bit of rivalry, a little trash talk. I mean, I I think it's good for the game. It's entertainment, and like trash talk to me is entertaining. I I I love all of it, man. Some people take it the wrong way, don't they? Like I've got I follow a couple of Bears and Vikings fans, and there's always the banter there. But some people, I think we were talking about the other day, like some people really go in. And like serious, oh, yeah. like like people literally have like this hatred against Aaron Rodgers to the point where they make comments about him want like them wanting him there, them wanting him to have a career-ending injury. And you think, I don't know, I would yeah. never think to say that. Even so that's like, when it, it goes beyond it, sport, isn't it? It's yeah, it's, and like, they it's attack him personally about his like yeah. private life. And I think that that that's not who like that's not our business. No, He's a man. player. That's. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I, my podcast and my stuff, I've never ever talked about who Rogers is dating or any player because I don't care. Like, I wish him well, have a good time, <laughs> mm. but like, I'm not like, you know, I'm not trying to be TMZ or whatever. I don't care who he's dating or who he's talking to or what he's doing. But, uh, yeah, Viking fans are, are the fan base that like wishes injuries. Like, that's all they got because they got, they got nothing. Like, the Bears, you know, are trash, but like, they have respectable fans. Like, I, I, I talk trash about the Bears, but, I get along with a lot of fans. They have history. They have whatever. 
But the Vikings have nothing. They got no ring. They got nothing. They're like well, they've got Zadarius Smith now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and I, I got no hate for Zadarius, but you know the, the Vikings are gonna Viking. I feel like the Vikings have a hex on them. They will never do anything. Like, they they talk about about the Packers. Uh, oh, you have two Hall of Fame quarterbacks back to back and only two rings. That's two more than you. So both of those quarterbacks have more championships than your whole franchise history, and they had. They had all, all these players. They had Adrian Peterson, Randy Moss, Chris Carter, that 70s defense, like one of the best defenses ever, one of the best running backs ever. Two, like Chris Carter is one of the best wide receivers ever. Randy Moss is. They had them both on the same team. They went and got Brett Favre. Couldn't get it done with him. Like, doesn't matter what the Vikings do. They're never going to win anything. They're just trash. I'm literally I'm crying. So, like, I'm literally crying. I'm, I'm so... <laughs> I'm so pleased that my headphones are on because my oh, partner is a Vikings fan, admittedly a very peripheral one. And she just, because every time she sees going, she's just like, I hate Green Bay. And she, but what's really funny is she doesn't really know why. She just has this sort of thing where she's like, well, I'm a Viking now, so I don't like them, so therefore I shouldn't like them. Not that she'd be wishing injury or anything like that. But um, I think you're right with the whole, like, I like that grit and that you know that we, we we call it like shit house shit housery yeah over here like that's sort <laughs> of like over there. yeah yeah like like you 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 get in their face like i remember people like as a steelers fan people always say about like the 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 perfect antonio brown juju smith schuster thing that happened and how it was like dirty hit and everything like that and perfect did just did a full-blooded challenge on a rival which yeah was not a good hit but then when Juju, the game year after, just took him out, it was a, you know, it was a subtle middle finger that you don't mess with, you know, you don't mess with our team and we don't forget. And I think in sport, that's what gets us excited. It is them rivalries. It is that, you know, a team, that team mentality. And, and that's what's so great about the NFL with these, you know, sort of subdivisions, I suppose, within the NFL. I mean, these 14 mini divisions is we have that rivalry, you know, six times a year. And it's so good because, and, and you know, some fans are great with it. Some fans go way over the top, but that's sort of fun at the same time because you, you just look at line online and you just think, you should, I care, but I don't care that much about at how over the top they go. But of course, there will be a lot of fans that are going to be very excited over here in the UK for the game in, uh, well, what is it, in October, October 9th against the New York yeah, Giants. October 9th, yeah. October 9th. <laughs> Which uh, I, I don't suppose you probably know this, Matt, but there is a very big thing in the UK with the controversy about tickets because the tickets are very hard to come by, and a lot of people uh, get. It is a big thing on so online, isn't it, Abby? But people get made, very it, aggravated. It, it gets made a thing, but it's not actually a thing. No, it's not a thing. Because last year I was looking the day, but I know the Packers is going to be sought after. I know I probably might have to get like a resale ticket. But like even last year, there were tickets like on the day mm. for like 100, 120 pounds. And I think people make like I said a tweet the other day, people like posting about the stress, like about not getting them is just mm. making this thing that's not actually doesn't actually exist. Like I genuinely I'm I'll be shocked if it is a, a massive issue. Is Obviously, problem, I'm anxious yeah. about it. Uh, <laughs> well, what's really great is it is on October 9th because our two co-hosts who, who usually do the podcast are Adam and Andrew. Um, Adam's a Green Bay Packer fan and Andrew is a New York Giant fan. They're really great pals. And Andrew is uh, getting married on October the 2nd, which is the week prior. And there is a game in London, so we are going to have to miss that game, which is the Vikings game, actually. It's Vikings against the Saints. So we're missing that. But when we got wind, when Green Bay said they were going to play in London, 
we looked at the, sh the schedule and obviously he did not he told us about invited us to the wedding the invites are out we rsvp'd and everything like that and then suddenly the cog started turning for all of us but hang on a minute that they could play the giants in london on your wedding day <laughs> and suddenly it was he was getting very very anxious of course uh, that uh, adam our green bay packer fan was was very get very very nervous about. so then finally when the fixtures came out and it was a weekend after that everyone's all jubilated now we can enjoy the wedding not that we wouldn't have enjoyed it anyway given it is his wedding but we can we can feel a bit more happy about it i suppose but then we get to see that game a week after which would be great I, have you tempted to have a look at coming over to london to watch the game or is it obviously it's it, it's a very long flight it's very expensive i understand that but would it be something that you'd you may think about I, I would love to, but it's very expensive. I've never been on an airplane before. I feel like okay. that'd be like quite the first airplane ride. <laughs> it's, like be nine, it's like a split flight, like nine, like, mm. well, I'm going from Chicago, no, to Chicago, and I've got to stop at Dublin on the way there and the way back from Birmingham. Ooh, that's a long one. It's like a 10-hour flight, yeah. It would feel an even longer flight if you lost as well. I mean, that 12, that 12 hours would feel like 24 hours on the plane going back. But obviously, this is Green Bay. This is the Green Bay, the last team in the NFL who who haven't played in London. So this is going to be a really great occasion. And what is the general feeling over in when you were got told that the Green Bay Packers were playing in London? Because I know a lot of fans get very upset with the fact that they feel like they lose a home game even though they don't it tend, never tends to be it sounds awful to Jacksonville Jaguar fans but it never tends to be a good team that loses the home game it tends to be their away game so what was the what was the general feeling when it was announced that they were coming over to London is it a thing that gets a bit of pushback or or, or, or which are Green Bay fans quite happy about it or what's the general feeling or is it is it not no one's really that bothered about it because it's just I, another I game I've seen a lot of people upset about it because uh, they are losing, you know, technically losing a home game, even though they had the same amount of home games that they had last year. But because uh, people, you know, Packers sell out their stadium every year, every game. And when they go to other stadiums like the Jaguars, I have to beat up on them right now. But like then they help sell out that stadium, too. But I, I, I have no problem with it. I didn't right, right away. I felt uh, UK fans deserved it. The, they're not losing really a home game. They're playing the same amount of home games. They haven't done it yet. So I think it's like entitlement to say, well, the Packers should never, ever do it. If every other team mm -hmm. is doing it, many of them, you know, more than once, then it, the Packers got to do their part too. And uh, and like the UK fans, like, and I'm not just saying it because I'm on with you, but you guys stay up to like 2, 3 in the morning mm -hmm. to watch games. Like not just UK, but like all over the world, there's fans that are like so dedicated. Like, I don't know if I could... Be that dedicated for a team like in a different country like not 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 that i couldn't like support another country's teams but like to, just to get into it to like like if i just started watching uh soccer or football uh it would be hard to get into because even like college football i can't get into it because and you know that's american but like i just you it takes a lot of work and effort to like really get into it and have passion and love and if it's something so far away something that's so hard to do like you have to have the two in the morning you don't have the same, you know, ability to buy a, the hat you want or whatever. And if you do want to buy a hat or whatever merch, it's so expensive to have it shipped over there. I'm sure now you guys have people making stuff over there and stuff, but it's still not like I think. Pack, I don't know. Like, yeah, the cheese head is. You can probably see it. Yeah, above <laughs> me. But yeah, I think I said on the show with you, Matt. That was like from the Packers Pro Shop. Uh, the like taxes 
and postage fees was fifty pounds. Yeah, like whatever got bought, and I think I'm definitely I'm bringing. I've already said I'm bringing another suitcase. We're buying another suitcase over there, (laughs) filling that up. Because where where I'm at, you can buy a cheese at a gas station. Yeah, like. Because I, I remember, like, my, my wife's friend was coming to visit, and she's from a different state. Not a Packer fan, but we were, like, showing her all the Packer stuff. And I just stopped at a gas station and got her a cheese head. If, <laughs> if they sell them, they don't sell them at every gas station, but you can find them, you know, around, like, most stores. I don't know what it's about Steelers stuff, but I don't know whether it's a sort of um, a trademark thing or an ownership thing, but you just can't get Steelers stuff in the UK. Like, there's just not really any of it around. Like, we have USA, like, sports um, uh, uh, shops, I suppose, or, like, they, they do stalls and they tour. There's one particular one that tours around the country and they tend to do oh, shopping like centres. Fanatics or something. Yeah, yeah, Fanatics, yeah. which, but they tour around the country and they'll do little pop-up shops in, in well, we call them shopping centres, malls for you guys. Like, they'll just do that around. And even there, you can get maybe you can get a T-shirt that Steelers, but you can't really get a jersey or anything like that. Where you can get every other feels like every other team as well. But I don't know what it is with with that sort of thing. But you are right about the commitment thing. I mean, the draft obviously was only a couple of weeks ago. That started at one a.m. here and didn't finish yeah. till five five a.m. And which is great. Like I I watched the whole thing and I, I do absolutely love it. But there is a point where you sort of go, all right, pick thirty. The sun's sort of coming up, and you can hear the birds tweeting a little <laughs> bit more. And you go, "Well, was it all that much worth it?" But it, but it is. But we, you, you, it's, it is so much worth it because we love it so much, and it's so fun. And that's what's what's great for the NFL UK fan base is that we, we have a lot of accessibility here to still watch it. And yeah, it is until late, but you can. It's, catch it's expensive. Like that. that it is expensive, though. Um, it is. It is. But like, I think it's like any sport. i think sports in general like i think mm. if like over there it's like it's over there I... <laughs> I don't know if like over there you can just access like if you wanted to the premier league or if you'd have to then get like a subscription like we have to do a game pass over here i think um, if, if you if you're like a packer fan living in like pittsburgh you you'd have to get like uh the game pass whatever kind of pass mm. If you don't want to miss any Packer game ever, mm. unless you can stream it or whatever somewhere, but yeah, because they don't air it every game everywhere in America. Like Wisconsin yeah. gets all the Packer games and like Viking games. You know the, the games usually that mean something like NFC teams mm. and uh, like a- AFC teams is different. Like I don't get every whatever like Steeler game. I don't see everyone, mm. but yeah, but every Packer game I get. Even some people on the border of Wisconsin, like who live like I, I think it's the south. Part of Wisconsin or like wherever Minnesota is. <laughs> <laughs> they don't sometimes they're stuck getting Vikings because that there's like an overlap in the state of like their the T V companies or whatever. So some of those people I I, I hear complaining. I couldn't imagine not you know, you don't have to watch Packer games like Yeah, like I started like off with Red Zone, like literally that was what I'd watch because mm. it had the best bit and it kind of yeah. got me to understand it. But then it was like, actually, no, I actually want to watch the Packers play every week. I think the only thing with them coming over here that people are obviously a bit, um, I've seen a, like a few people commenting, is that obviously there's like not a bye week. I'm not sure if, like we said, yeah. not sure if there is a bye week. But I feel like that is a lot. Like it's a long way to go to play a game, to then go back to have to play again. I don't know if they're just. I, I think, don't know what, I think what, they're, what they're trying to, what I think their argument is, is if you're going to come to London, you should have a bye week after. Which, yeah. 
makes a lot of I, I think makes a lot of sense. I completely yeah. get that. But then some teams, I think, what it's like week. I mean, the first game is week five, maybe week four. So I could see where maybe some teams go. Well, no, we we much for having the bye week at week nine, maybe where we you know it's more of a middle season break rather than having one that starts. Yeah, I remember Steelers. I think last year or the year before had one at like week four, and it was like, well, what's the point in having one in week yeah. four? Because we've got so many games to go. Like, of course, and that, in fact, it wasn't. It wasn't last year. It was the year before. It was when we went on the unbeaten run. And we had the early one. And I was like, well, if we had that in week nine, ten, then maybe you would have seen the attrition that did happen later on in the season. Because it definitely did affect later on in the season because you could see how tiresome it was on, on the team. Um, but speaking of, uh, you know, London and obviously now get, there's going to be a game in Germany this year. You've got the games going back to Mexico. Like what's what thought do you subscribe to, Matt, about the NFL's expansion to Europe and across the world, and where do you think maybe it might target next to sort of expand this fan base and to, to ultimately gain, gain more money for the NFL? Not that it's lacking in any money, but it's <laughs> it's definitely yeah they want they want they want the monopoly for sure. But do, do you are you are you and as the state of so you representing the state of Wisconsin now? But <laughs> do, do do fans? Are fans happy about the expansion because it clearly is happening there's been rumors here for years about us getting a team i don't i think we're a million miles away from that i don't think that i think that's happen. a weird uh, yeah no, yeah I, that's a weird argument for, that gets complained about over here but the, definitely the expansion into germany now has really shown that the nfl is not afraid to be pushing and pushing what they where, where they can achieve and what they can achieve yeah i i think that their plan is to like get like worldwide like they want mm. everyone to be football fans and not just to buy jerseys, but obviously that it's, it's for money because that's what they're in the business for. But I think it'd be tough to have teams in different countries because, like, every every week the travel would just be, like, insane. I I, I wouldn't be upset, like, if they did, if, if they decided and they figured it out and, like, hey, we're going to have a team wherever. Maybe they started in Canada or whatever. I don't know how they do it. But, yeah, I, I think it'd be tough, like, if they had a team in London – and a team in Mexico and a team in Canada, or you know, Canada is a little different. They're basically America. I mean, it's not, but you know, it's not <laughs> quite as far. It's like Wisconsin. I don't know how long it takes to get there, but like I, they're kind of our neighbors a little bit. Uh, but yeah, I, I think it's cool, and I, I get what they're trying to do. They're trying to expand, like even like with kids. Like the NFL is like so good at trying to get more fans, keep the fans rolling in. Like, they're they on Nickelodeon, this, don't they? Yeah. Like yeah, like and, Nickelodeon. They're yeah. putting games on. They have like this putting like the slime on it. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> they're, 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 the, the, the NFL, I think, is the best out of all the major sports in America about, like, keeping fans rolling in and trying to keep the game going. And, like, going overseas and going to different countries, it, it's part of that. Like, I, I thought that the NFL Europe thing that, that they had years ago, I thought that I used to watch it all the time, that you'd see guys come up. I think I, – I'm not sure why that, why that didn't work or, like, how that, how that ended, but I, I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, like personally, I can't see the I can't see the dynamics working for like if it I don't know like unless you had um, say so you've got your American teams and then so it's completely separate but then obviously yeah. you play depending like where you get in like the league or something but I couldn't see it. Yeah, I think you'd yeah. have to have multiple. Yeah, like I just area, so there's mm. that travel yeah continuous and teams would just be dragging like it would just I uh, yeah yeah and I don't know this. I don't want to say this because obviously you know how like you can say the wrong thing now, but like it's American football. It's like is yeah, there rugby? Is there rugby? Like yeah. and is there like it would be like 
rug i don't know do you, is rugby in the states i i'm not too sure um, i i think like i i don't see it but like hmm. i think that like in schools they play it in some places yeah i see it in movies <laughs> like, like where i'm at like there's not a lot of rugby but i know that the game is like respected like whenever people talk about it like how mm-hmm. you know tough it is and all that but like, i'm not sure that people really watch but i'm not sure that you have a lot of access to it. like because like basketball baseball football it's like on our channels all the time it's like everywhere but like rugby like some of those sports you have to go look for them kind of like you guys mm-hmm. do with with the nfl you look yeah. for it you found it you fell in yeah. love with it so it would just take like for a game like rugby or, or or whatever sport for americans to not have to try hard to find like i think a lot of people saw it and they might get into it more i mean the same like you know with american football over there but it's just not there so it's not as accessible i, I don't yeah, I think the yeah. nfl is really accessible like yeah like on game pass like we get all the um there's documentaries on there phil i'm pretty sure there's films there's lots mm. and lots on there and obviously you can rewatch the games Whereas I'm not sure if there is that kind of thing for, other, I don't think, well, I don't know. I, don't think, I, don't, I, don't. I think I think what the fundamental thing is for NFL here in the UK is I think it's grown to a level here, but it's sort of peaking a little bit. And there's a few, there's a few things they've done to sort of push the peak a little bit higher, but I, I, I'm not sure overly now what they could do more to get the fan base bigger. But what I do believe is it is grassroots. It is starting from the bottom. And it's like, I mean, you're saying with the rugby rugby being the example there, not many people play rugby in America because one, it was founded in the UK and, you know, not everything travels well. And also, I I doubt kids in your schools play rugby. I I doubt that happens. Whereas, and it's the same over here. American football isn't our sport. It It was your sport that you created and we've, you know, taken on and supporting it. But we don't play American football in schools. You know, so yeah, that's, that's there are, I know there are teams. There is like, teams, yeah, but yeah. At, a, at a sports or yeah. physical education P level of a child, that you know they play many sports, obviously, but I don't think there is that seriousness for NFL mm-hmm. or American football style for that type. And that's where I think personally, that's where it will where they should be looking for anything. To well, we've got, any sport looks at that for that to grow. We've got like the academy thing, haven't mm. we, over Which here is, where, yeah. and I think there's three, I think three, maybe more, I've seen three players that were drafted to like teams in the States. Mm. Um, so that's obviously like a good direction to go in. Um, and so that would be interesting to see if they could get that kind of thing into schools, like get the awareness there that actually, um, do you know what I mean? If if you wanted to do this, there is the opportunity, but it's yeah, getting it like like you said, grassroots. Well, it, it, it kind of like, kind of like soccer, or hmm. as we know as soccer, uh, like in school, everyone plays soccer. Like I did at least. Like when I was, I don't know what schools are like now. It's been a while, but everyone mm-hmm. played soccer at recess. Like that's what we played. There's soccer teams on the weekend for the kids that were actually good at it. But then, like as an adult, not many people watch it. Like. I, hmm. Like not not many people just get into it like that, but like most kids played it at some point, whether it was recess or in your backyard, or if they're on a you know whatever type of league. But yeah, that, that that's just one sport that is huge most places in the world, but America really doesn't watch it you know passionately like that. Yeah, but obviously, if start, I think getting it more grassroots level means there's more opportunity for more people to support and play. If and and obviously, it means more opportunity for more Green Bay Packer fans. So you know, that's it's a win-win for everybody. It's a win-win for everybody. Um, 
Matt, I've watched a few of your videos on uh, on your channel, and I tell you, my man, you have spoken to some of the the great guys in Green Bay. I mean, Abby, I know you're itching to to hear the list of people Matt has spoken to. I'm sure you're itching to probably ask him about. I mean, I who, who he liked most, who he didn't like. No, mate, I mean, yeah. you, I mean, you can't do that to us, mate. You can't do that to your Packers. Like I know, like obviously, like yeah, because I've noticed. Obviously, it has like been snowballing for you, which is really cool. And obviously, when I came on your show. And people are like, oh my God, that was so cool that you're on his show. I got like DMs and people were like so excited. And obviously, yeah, it's like it's definitely snowballing for you because you've been speaking to like, yeah, players, which I think is absolutely crazy. But it must be, yeah. It, it's actually like really cool. And it's funny because like when people say that, like I don't see myself as like actually like that good. You know, I, mm. I have fun, you know, I'm, but, like when people are excited to like be on my show or to like, I don't know. It just it, it's weird to me because I'm still I still consider myself like just starting. You know, I mean, like I'm just having fun. I'm not all knowledgeable. I'm just a, a fan. I drink beer usually. It's a little early here for me. <laughs> <laughs> I just got out of work, but uh, yeah, I just have fun. Like I, I'm interviewing players. I don't really consider interviewing. I'm just talking with them, and usually I'm drinking because I, I get I do get a little nervous sometimes and just have a few drinks. It makes you feel good. <laughs> it eases it up. No, but like. One of my first one was Haha ha Clinton Dix came to my house for a podcast. That was one of my favorites because he he actually helped me a lot. Like with him coming on my podcast early on, especially at my house and just being really cool with me, made other players like, oh, he must be cool. Because I would like name drop him. Like uh, I had Haha ha Clinton Dix on my podcast. Would you like to come on and this and that? So like, mm -hmm. I would kind of like name drop. So like, oh, if he did it, then it must be cool. This guy's all right. And then more players came on then there was like a break in between where i kind of stopped asking because I, I i wasn't like really that good yet and that and that's when the request started rolling in. <laughs> they were begging they were begging to be on the marriage show well, and then I, I ended up like this off season i was like i'm just i'm just gonna ask and i'm just gonna try and like because having players on is nerve-wracking i'm like i'm not a journalist i didn't go to school to for none of this so like just talking to a microphone is like not normal for me Especially interviewing people who I'm like, I don't want to look stupid in front of. Mm. So, but like Preston Smith was probably one of the the most fun ones. He's someone who I, I who I've talked to for a while, uh, and like briefly. So like having him come come on the podcast was that was probably one of the most fun ones. Obviously, ha, ha he was in my house. I was so nervous for that one though. But after he like we started talking a little bit, I wasn't so nervous. But uh, I think uh, Adrian Amos this off season. Cool. He, he was cool because like he's someone I never really seen do podcasts, so I was surprised he said yeah. But I was like, I'll just ask. What you know, the worst they can do is say no or ignore me. And then Kenny Clark was on my podcast twice. He's like one of the most like large, like quiet guys. I don't think he's always that way. Like on the field in the locker room with his friends, his teammates. Uh, from what I hear, he's you know he's like he's a trash talker. Like you see on Twitter <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. But yeah, he's a very quiet dude. But he's just so nice. Like all. All the players that I've talked to were just so nice. Like they're humble. They're they're not all Hollywood. They're not, you know what I mean? They're not like thinking that they're better than everyone. Like I don't know I don't know if people would think that. But you know what I mean? I did I just, I just think that they're just just like everyone else. They just have a really cool job. Yeah. I think it's just your approach to it as well. Like you said, like you say, you're not a journalist, but it makes it more fun because obviously I've done journalism work in horse racing. You have it's quite strict like you yeah, don't ask this to... you don't ask that um and i think yeah i think that's why people watch you is because there's it's more it's way more fun to watch 
for yeah, me. What, I don't. What I try to yeah. Do, oh, I'm sorry. But what, no, it's okay. What, what I try to do is like not ask media type of questions, like. But at the same time, I don't want to look stupid. Like I ask them a question, I don't be like, "What kind of question is that?" I don't want. <laughs> like, What's your favorite color? But like, I, I wanna, like <laughs> I, I, green. I, Surely <laughs> the answer's green. <laughs> I want to ask questions to like let the fans get to know them and stuff like I want to know. Like even sometimes some of the questions might be dumb, but like I think it's cool to to learn like where they came from, like when they started playing football, who their favorite team was when they were growing up, who was their favorite player. Like, uh, like their favorite moment in college and their favorite moment in the NFL. Like, they're, you know, if they're, if they're a receiver, the first catch from Aaron Rodgers. Like, I, I just think that those questions are interesting because the, the media, like for the press conferences and all that, they're going to ask all the questions everybody wants to know. I always say, like, nobody's tuning in to the Matt Ramage show to get educated. <laughs> you know, like maybe find out a few there, but no one's like, I wonder what Matt thinks about this. He's, uh, <laughs> The thing is, you ask the questions that like nobody else thinks to ask, so it's that's it makes it interesting because it is the sort of stuff that like as a fan, it would be good to know, but you wouldn't know, like you said, because it's not a media type question. Yeah, Um, that's exactly like what I did, what I try to do, and and just have fun because I did a podcast. Like, I this is actually my second time. I did a podcast the first time. Tom Crabtree was like my main guest. Like, I would have a podcast. I had no guest. Nobody wanted to come on. But Crabtree would once in a while, and I was really horrible. I was like on a phone. I wasn't. I didn't have any equipment. I didn't. I, I got. I had a laptop that hardly worked. Uh, I was. I was. My all my guests were on a phone, and I had like a microphone, and, and my phone would be on speaker, and I would just point it at, which still works. People can use that. <laughs> like, but then I I quit because I was like I suck and I I don't want to do this no more. And I'm and I was still doing the video thing, but I just wasn't doing the podcast. And then I was like, screw it, I'm going to try it one more time. And uh, this time I, I learned some tricks. You know, I learned something, prepare better. I, I've, I've had players on, and I wasn't prepared enough. And then you ended up looking stupid. You're stuttering. You're like, uh, you like lose yourself. I, I've, I've had, like, podcasts with players that I, I froze. I had Tim Boyle on a podcast, and I froze halfway through. wasn't live. <laughs> he was really cool about it, and we got back going. But, like, I, you know, I, I get nervous. Like, I'm not trained for this but like you get better and this time around it, it it's more about like trying to have fun instead of trying to be i don't know what i was doing the first time but i think it was in my head too much like i wanted to be like this great yeah like if you set or... if you set like <laughs> a line for something so that's why i didn't want to do i like i've been asked to do podcasts and things before about i oh, no, no 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 and it is it's because you get so in your own head about it wanting to be perfect and actually it's the like not being so scripted actually makes it so much better anyway yeah what i do with when i have uh like the players on this off season like i'll, I'll have a list of things i want to ask and some of them i don't ask like a lot of them i don't ask because then you just like let the conversation go and then you ask questions off what they say but like when you're first starting it's hard like like your brain was just like i'm out the <laughs> <laughs> brain just shuts off and it's uh but yeah, i think th- this time around i realized it's all about having fun and if you're if you're having fun, I think people will you know enjoy listening or watching. And yeah, I I just don't take it. I take it serious, but I just don't take it so serious where I'm like like scared anymore. Yeah, that's good. Like that's the exact sort of same with me doing this. I mean, when I started this, it was just a a conversation I had with a friend in a pub and who I knew could edit and he did that as a job and said, oh, "I've got this great idea. I really like the idea of." 
doing American football podcast, thinking that it was quite innovative at the time. And then upon upon then researching, I was like, oh, there's actually loads. <laughs> so, but what? But then I wanted to find a way that maybe was different to everybody else, and that's where maybe I, I got in my own head a lot of wanting it to be fun, but also you know it, it, factual in a way as well, but not boring. And yeah. you tr you're trying to so hard to do so many things, and you're juggling so many things, and you want it to have like a great like great setup of how it looks and everything like that. And, then they like it, it it takes everything like this takes time and it sometimes is it's massive learning curves all the time it's definitely about who you have around you as well i mean like there's been times where i've just absolutely you know you have bad days and you just don't want to do a podcast and now like the guys we have on the team now that like push each other so much and they do so much for the podcast and and it's it's been really great like meeting like-minded people and because they didn't owe me anything when they came and you know when abby yourself and the guys who, who we have on they didn't owe me anything for helping this podcast but we all were on the train and, and pushing forward the right way and that's what's so nice about it and it, at one point it really mattered to me about how exactly how many week each you know how many people listen each week how many views do we get how, how much attention is this post getting whereas now i it sounds horrible and please everyone listen share it with your friends like it retweet it share it, everything <laughs> like that I, I yeah we'd love to have that but i don't i try not to focus on that really at all now because i'm more interested in just like what we're going to talk about like and 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 where can we have fun with this and what avenue should we go down and 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 sometimes it's it's better to not have a plan isn't it and to, you, you're right about getting in your own head about it when it's it's better just to be relaxed and maybe we should take up drinking more often on the podcast we yeah. never do maybe it sounds like it sounds like it could be it could make for a very different Dude, podcast it actually sure. uh it makes it fun i try not to get too much because nobody wants to listen to a podcast that's all like rah, 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 you know <laughs> he's getting completely juiced like, or anything but uh but yeah like as far as like views and listens I, I i try to never look at how many people listen to podcasts sometimes like when i'm on that page you know it's there but i try i try to look because then you know, you have one that has a lot of listens, then one that doesn't. And then you're like, why does that one? Not? And, and and it's so all over the place because I have podcasts with like Packer fans like myself that have more views or listens than like one with Preston Smith. So it's like, it's, it's just all over the place. Like maybe that, that day more people had nothing to do. <laughs> so, they, <laughs> so they listened. So I, I just try to have fun, like do it, like not pay attention to how many people are listening. Like, I'm actually surprised, like, how many people, like, say nice things about me. Like, I, I don't think, I, I just think I'm just goofing off and I'm not, you know. And, and, and then another thing, about, like, about you guys, but which I think is cool about uh, UK podcasters, that people can listen, not that Americans can't either, but people over there can listen and understand your perspective. Like, you guys are talking, mm. you know, because you obviously have your own, a, a little bit different perspective, like, that staying up till two or three in the morning just to watch a game is crazy to me or getting up that early. Mm. <laughs> I used to work at night, so I kind of used to do that. I'd sleep for a little bit, wake up, watch football, go back to sleep for a little bit, go back to work. But yeah, I, I think it's cool that you guys have your own thing. And obviously American can listen to because it's all Packers are Packers. But I, I do think it's cool that you guys, you know, you, you started your own little thing over there and uh, everybody over there can you know, relate to what exactly what you're talking about. Well, thank you, man. I really appreciate that. And only really one final question is, um, what, what's your favorite color? <laughs> really? it actually green. Happened. When I was a little kid, you know, back when people asked those questions, I always said green. And number three was my favorite number. I don't know why people have favorite numbers. 
Number three is my kid, favorite number as yeah, well. You know why? <laughs> because back in the day when I was a kid, they had, uh, when you had cable, your TV had to be set on channel three. So the number three uh. was always there on the TV. It was like way, you know, a long time ago before we had flat screens. And so uh, there's always a three there. So whenever someone said which favorite number, no one ever asked you that as an adult. But when you're like six, seven years old, everyone wants to know what's your favorite number. <laughs> Well, it's like when well, you get Matt, trainers, isn't it? You're like, oh yeah, I could want to see how fast I can run in these little trainers, like kids. And you decide... <laughs> Sorry, that was really random. The go faster shoes. Always get go faster <laughs> shoes when you're a kid. <laughs> anyway, on, on that on that note, we're, thank you for joining us, Matt. We really do appreciate it. Hey, I appreciate you having me on. This was fun. Thank you. Thank you, Abby, thank for you. joining us. It's great to speak to you time. again. Yeah, it was good talking to you again. And thank you, Abby, for joining us as well for your first time. Thank you. Thank you for having me. No, it's all. Next time we'll be on. Hopefully, I'll be in a well-lit room. And if you don't see me for a few days, I live in like just the outskirts of London area. Um, you know, phone the right people. But uh, I'd make oh, the worst Cub Scout or whatever it is who makes fires because there's no this this room is so dingy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I'd look like something. For, what was that horrible horror film that was like filmed on a camcorder all them years? The Blair, Witch oh. Blair Witch Project. Yeah, this yeah. is like. I'm just this... taking a quick picture of like everyone on the pod, by the way. So smile. Oh, yeah, the God. Blair Witch Project back in the day. Like, I'm not like a horror movie kind of guy. That that movie tweaked me out a little bit. Whenever like we heard something in the house, like it's the Blair Witch. It wasn't really <laughs> scary, scary. I watched it and I was it like, was, I yeah, don't get really it. Scary. It's just kind of like you're every moment you're kind of waiting for something crazy to happen. But yeah, it wasn't like scary, like, you know, the old time scary movies like Chainsaw Massacre or whatever. Oh. Those, those movies really ain't my thing because my brother used to make me watch them as a kid <laughs> and they would scare me. And when I was an adult, like, I, I'm not afraid of them. I always tell my kids, I'm not scared. I just don't want to. <laughs> that's exactly what I'm not. I'm not big on yeah. I'm not scared. I just don't. I don't want to go through it. I just. Yeah, I'd rather it's like not. A to me, like yeah. I don't do roller coasters. Like I don't. They're like the reason people like them is because you feel like you're almost dying. I don't want to almost. <laughs> yeah. I'm a I lot happier. Halloween... Oh. I'm a lot happier with two feet on the floor. That's yeah. where I did Halloween Horror Nights and that. I was I was in tears. Dude, I was like, I'm being chased by clowns. I'm being chased by people with scissors. Never. I'm... No, I don't need that in my life. Like I remember. Listen to Dread Rush. They had a, a roller coaster in Green Bay. There, there's a park called Bay Beach, and it's kind of like a mini fairground type of thing. And it's the only thing in Green Bay kind of like that. And they put a roller coaster in, and my kids were young then. They're like, "Oh, we got to go on the roller coaster," but I couldn't act scared. Like I, I don't like roller coasters at all. <laughs> I haven't done a roller coaster since I was like one time when I was a teenager, and I decided, "Oh, that's enough of that." But my kids were like, "Oh, let's go." I'm like, I, "I can't, you know, I gotta, you know, man up for my kids." We went on, and then I'm just like stiff, like oh my goodness, and, the, and they're like, "Yay!" It's, like, it's not like a huge roller coaster; it's a normal roller coaster. And they're like, "Let's do it again." I'm like, "That's enough of that." Like, I got bad back. I can't no, do it again. I couldn't tell. I'm like, I ain't doing that again. That that clickety clack. Plus, the roller coaster is wooden. I don't think roller coasters should be wood. I feel like you know, a beaver gets its way out over on the bottom. The whole thing's gonna collapse. <laughs> don't need that. <laughs> Wooden roller coaster is such an American thing. There's like, yeah, that would yeah. never fly. Where have you seen wooden roller coaster? There's around one here? at Fort Park. I'm 99% no. sure there's one. There is. Yeah. And there was this one at Blackpool Pleasure like, Beach. I think the, the, the one in Green Bay was uh, owned sure. by Elvis. Like, you know, he had his own. Oh, wait. Yeah, so, so they, cool. that's the thing, too, is like they just took it down, and Elvis 
been gone for a long he time. He left the building. He left the building, <laughs> some might say. I was like, then they're bragging about like, Elvis used to own this. I don't want no used <laughs> roller coaster. I want a brand new one. Not brand new. I don't want to be the first one. Let it go for like a year and see if any you know, craziness happens. And then maybe I consider it. But yeah, I, I'm not trying to be on some old wooden roller coaster. That just seems sketchy. <laughs> Thank you, Matt. I really appreciate you coming on tonight. And thank you, Abby, as well. You'll be seeing her face a lot around the Franchise Tag Podcast as we go forward. More of these type of episodes to come in the coming months, as well as so much more content while we're in the off-season. We need to fill the blank space between now and September with something, don't we? But until then, thank you very much. Have a good rest of your week. Thanks. Bye.